Bible study time. Hello, everyone. This is Connecting the Dots. Your host is Joseph Brownlee. Welcome to another segment of Bible study, Rightly Divided. Hello, everybody. Welcome. All right. This is going to be the beginning of certain and several series that I will be doing on this podcast. Now, people say they want to learn the Bible. They want to learn how to study the Bible. They want to know different books of the Bible. What is what is the word of God saying to you? What is the word of God saying pertaining, pertaining to our walk? What is the word of God saying what we should be doing today? What type of duties? What's for us today? What's not for us today? That should be one of the main interests. One of the main interests when it comes to growing in the body of Christ or trying to understand God's word. What I'm going to be doing for the next several days, a little over a week or so, maybe even longer, I will be turning my podcast service over to Truth Time Radio, which is hosted by Trey Searcy. Now, for the ones that never heard of Trey Searcy, Trey Searcy is a minister that teaches how to rightly divide God's word. He has his own ministry called Truth Time Radio. I recommend it highly to look for that, to subscribe to truthtimeradio.com, truthtimeradio.com. Radio.com. The host is Trey Searcy. Very powerful, rightly dividing ministry. One of the best out there, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, one of the best teachers out there when it comes to rightly dividing. I said one of the best to me, and that's my opinion. Others may differ, but this is my opinion, okay? I recommend his show highly. So what I'm going to be doing, this is what I'm going to be doing a lot in 2023. I have two podcasts that I do, you know, and I'm going to be having in the future on both podcasts, audio guests that will be doing the show. That way I can get myself together. I can do more Bible study and whatever like that and come back. No, I'm not leaving. I'm not going nowhere. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I love to do. But on Connecting the Dots and Body of Christ Real Talk, but since we're here on Connecting the Dots, I will be letting other audio guests and audio speakers teach you the Word of God, teach you how to study the Word of God. Okay, so I will be doing it quite often on this show. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be uplifting. That way you won't only hear my voice. You will hear other teachers and other uh, aspects of the Bible teach. They teach uh, 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 they teach certain subjects that I don't know too much about or I just need to be learned more about. So I'm going to be a student on my own show. 
I'm always a student, but I'm really going to be a student on my own show, listening to these teachers. And Trey Searcy of Truth Time Radio will be one of them. Then you might hear Justin Johnson, and I'm going to have Les Feldick for the first time. I'm going to have different speakers, maybe teachers that you never heard of, Ron Knight. And uh, it's a lot of teachers out there that you guys that listen to my show will be introduced to that you never heard of. But I will also give you links to their shows that you can get more information on them and more Bible study and more material about their ministry and stuff like that going in the future. Okay. But what I'm going to be doing now, I've been doing, I've been, uh, Trey Searcy's been doing quite a bit of teaching on my show. He taught, he, he's done a series on forgiveness. He recently done a series on my show on tithing. It's three segments. You can go to get, you can go back and look at on my show on tithing. Now, what I'm going to let Trey Cersei loose, man. This guy is deep. This guy's good. I'm not trying to lift him up and put him on a pedestal, no. But he's very clear. He's very precise. He's very verse-led. I mean, he uses the Bible quite a bit, which is wonderful. This man knows his Bible. He knows the word of God. I have learned a lot from Trey Searcy. I have learned how to study a certain way with Trey Searcy. I have learned how to look at paragraphs in a different way, how to look at words in a different way, how to search context. Him and Les Fielding taught me very well how to search context. And I never met any of these guys personally, but just going to their shows and going to their websites, I have learned myself to search the scriptures myself. And what they have taught me, I do it myself when I study the Word of God now. Now I can basically talk about the Word of God with confidence now because I understand it even more. I have been red-pilled how to rightly divide God's Word. Now the Word of God is more real than it ever been over my 30 years of being saved since I have learned and have been taught how to rightly divide God's Word. Okay, so... I give kudos to uh, Les, uh, Les Feldick, uh, Trey Searcy, Justin Johnson, and a lot of those guys and uh, teachers that have helped me to know how to study the Bible, okay? So, the next few days, Trey Searcy, my audio guest, is going to be teaching on a very controversial subject, a very controversial subject. And the subject is speaking in tongues. Is speaking in tongues for the church today? What is speaking in tongues? Why do they speak in tongues or do we need to speak in tongues today? What is the purpose of speaking in tongues? What was speaking in tongues for? Now, for the ones that don't know, when the Bible mentions the majority of time of tongues, it's talking about your physical tongue, you know, which it says very little about, or it's talking about languages. The majority of the time through the Bible, the Word of God is referring to languages, okay? But that's all I'm going to talk about. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to let you listen to the first segment of Trey Searcy speaking in tongues, okay? And the first uh, 
the title of this first will be called Pentecostal Tongues. Pentecostal Tongues, because usually that's what you hear a lot about speaking in tongues in the Pentecostal Church and the Charismatic Church and Holiness Church, etc., and stuff like that. So, without any further ado, I'm going to open up this series with Trey Searcy, Truth Time Radio. Please have your pen or pencil, diploma, Spanish, and notes to write down. If you want to know anything about tongues, if you really don't want to know the meaning of tongues, what is tongues? I advise my listeners to take down notes, follow the scriptures. Now, also, please, you will not get nothing out of this series if you already got a subjective, preconceived thought of listening. You already have a made-up man. You're not going to listen to what any teacher saying no tongues, you stuck on your traditional denominational way. You won't get nothing out of this. My advice to you, go somewhere else. Go to, go, go to your denomination, and I don't mean that out of anger, because you're not going to get nothing out of that, because your life is based on traditions and experiences in your life. You know, the experience you had and different things like this when it comes to subjects of tongues, baptism, tithing, or anything. This is for the person that's got, that is a critical thinker that's going to look at this object objectively, not your feelings and your emotions or your traditional type of upbringing. So if you're going to come with a subjective or a preconceived uh, listening or you come here with a preconceived made of mind, I guess I can say it that way. You're not going to get nothing out of this. You already made up man. You coming in there with a made a man or a woman with a made up man. This is not for you. Matter of fact, this this podcast is not for you. Okay, it's just not. I love you. We're still brothers and sisters in Christ, but we're not going to agree on certain topics. You know, if this is not for you, if you're not coming with an objective, open mind. You know, if you are, just have your pen and your paper and a notebook. Okay, this is going to be the first segment on speaking in tongues. So without any further ado, this is Trey Searcy of Truth Time Radio. And I will see you guys, ladies and gentlemen, at the end. I love you. It's all yours, Trey. Bye-bye. God bless. to be addressing the gift of speaking in tongues. The gift of speaking in tongues. What were they? Well, from the get-go, from the very start of this study, let's get one issue out of the way. In the Bible, tongues, the word tongues in your Bible is used to describe two things. Either the physical tongue that is in your mouth or an earthly language that people speak. Now, let me say this again, because there's a lot of confusion about this subject. In the Bible, in Scripture, tongues are used to describe two things, either the physical tongue that is in your mouth or an earthly language that people speak. That's it, plain and simple. And I'll prove this with the Scriptures. 
tongues are established earthly languages, nothing more. Nowhere in scripture, not even one single place has ever described tongues as being some sort of uh, heavenly language that only God understands. Nowhere. Everyone has their opinion. They like to offer up conjecture, but very little facts. Their opinions outweigh and override the truth. Today, let's try to traffic in truth, not man's opinion. We're not concerned with what the Episcopalians, Baptists, Lutherans, uh, Church of God, Catholics, Pentecostals, Church of Christ. I don't care what any of them think about it. I'm interested in what Scripture says. In Acts chapter 17, verse 11, those of Berea received the word with all readiness of mind. And what did they do? They searched the Scriptures daily to find out if what they were hearing was true or false. Now, is that your attitude? Do you want to learn something or do you already know? in what scripture says in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 those of Berea received the word with all readiness of mind and what did they do they searched the scriptures daily to find out if what they were hearing was true or false now is that your attitude do you want to learn something or do you already know it all I've had to rethink some things. I've had to go back to the scriptures. I've had to consider what Paul said and rightly divide the word of truth. Look at Mark chapter 7. And uh, here, let's look at verses 33 through 35. Jesus traveled to the uh, coast of Decapolis, and there was a, a man that was deaf and had a speech impediment. Jesus took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears and, and he spit and, and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephatha, that means be opened. And his ears were opened and he began to speak plain. Did you get that? Keyword plain. He began to speak plain. Next, we see the word tongue in Mark 16, 16. Here Christ said, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. The quote, new tongues, Christ is speaking of, is languages. Earthly tongues. Earthly languages. If you only know English, but you learn Spanish, then you now have the ability to speak in a new tongue. Get it? English would be your old tongue. Spanish would be your new tongue. In Luke 16, 24, we find the word tongue being used to describe the physical tongue. And by the way, the word tongue in your Bible, not in the next church throwdown, but in your Bible... You know, that book you claim to believe. Well, as I said earlier, it's always used as the physical tongue or an earthly language. A physical tongue or a known or unknown earthly language. But never is it used as an unintelligible language that no one but God understands. And if you don't believe it, fact check me for yourself. Don't compare preacher to preacher. Compare scripture with scripture. Here we read Luke 16, 24. Here we read, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, 
have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Again, this speaks of the physical tongue. Now let's move on. This is Truth Chime Radio and we're trying to uncover the truth and find out if what we hear in some of the churches today are actual tongues of the Bible or not. Can what we hear today be supported with scripture or does it have man's fingerprints all over it? John chapter 5 verse 2. Let's go there. John chapter 5. Get your Bible. Let's look. Look with me. John chapter 5 verse 2. If, if you're driving, I know you can't look, but uh, study this for yourself when you get home. John chapter 5 verse 2. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches. Clearly, this usage of the word tongue is a language, both a known language and a unknown language, depending on who the person was. For someone back there that knew Hebrew, it would be a known language. For someone who did not know Hebrew, it would be an unknown language. Moving on, Acts chapter 1, verse 19. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as the field is called in their proper tongue, Akeldama, that is to say, the field of blood. Proper tongue. Again, it's a world language, an established earthly language. So let's be clear as to what biblical tongues were. Tongues in the Bible was the gift of articulating the gospel in several different languages, that you have never learned or had been able to speak prior. Today, let's say you're an English-speaking person who only knows that one language, English, but God supernaturally allowed you to speak the gospel to a non-English-speaking person so that they might understand what you were saying. That would be likened to what went on in Bible times. For instance, look with me in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, if this were happening today, the Spirit would give you utterance that would supernaturally allow you to speak Paul's gospel to a non-English speaking person so that they might understand what you were saying. But for some unknown reason, here is where many drive the train plumb off the track. For some reason, here is where many decide that the word tongue no longer means an earthly language, but a special heavenly language for only a select few to speak and understand. Scripture doesn't support this, but they do it anyway. Let's read on. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. Acts chapter 2, verse 8. And how hear we every man in our own language wherein we were born? Hear the question? The question is, how is it that we're hearing every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? This is about earthly languages. Verse 11. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. So what are tongues for? Are they a mysterious prayer language that only me and God understands? According to man and his religion, yes. According to God and his word, no. 
And that's what we're proving here today on Truth Time. Now, what you do with it, that's up to you. But you'll have plenty of scriptural evidence, proof after today. Okay, Acts 10.45. Let's turn there. Acts chapter 10, just a few pages over. Acts chapter 10 and verse 45. Here the Bible says, And they of the circumcision which believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now here's the evidence. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Now, this is not what's going on at your church. They heard them speak an earthly language, one that they had previously not known. It was unknown, an unknown tongue, an unknown language. We also see the word tongues used in Acts chapter 19 and verse 6. Here, we can read plain, simple, sixth-grade English from a King James Bible that says, When Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Well, there's no way you could speak in tongues and prophesy if you're speaking in a language no one understands. All it says here is that the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Nothing about a language from God out of heaven that only you and him can talk back and forth with each other. And uh, it's just not here. And if we stick to God's word and not man's tradition, we know from all previous verses that we just got through reading that tongues mean languages, plain and simple. So when the Holy Ghost came on them, what really happened? What really happened is they began to speak in other languages that they had never learned, and this was the supernatural gift from God. The gift was to suddenly be able to speak in another tongue that you had never spoke before in your life. If you stick to the scriptures and not man's tradition or your feelings, then you have no choice, no wiggle room here to try to twist this to mean anything other than what it actually means, anything other than what it is. World languages, languages of the world and not heavenly languages as some want to try to stuff into these passages. You can't pull it from the passages. It has to be pushed in. Now, don't get upset with me because I'm rocking your boat full of tongues. I'm just reading the words on the page. And if you're following along, then so are you. We again see the word tongues being used. Let's go there. Acts chapter 21. We again see the word tongues being used here in the book of Acts. Uh, let's look here. Long, uh, down here about verse, verse 40. Here, the authority on the subject. God himself says this. This is what he's, not what the church says, not what the denomination says, not what your religion says, which by the way, this is a good place to insert this. All world religions claim to speak in tongues, even Satan worshipers. Okay, you can go to a satanic worship service and it'll sound like some of the churches. They claim they're speaking in tongues too. Acts chapter 21, verse 40. And when he had given him license, Paul stood on the stairs and beckoned with his hand unto the people. And when there was made a great silence, he spake unto them in the Hebrew tongue. 
he spake to them in the Hebrew tongue. This simply means the Hebrew language. Are you starting to get this? Do your own research and you'll find that the word tongues and the word languages are interchangeable. If you start with this premise, the Bible begins to unfold right before your very eyes. It becomes easy to understand. When doctrines of men, when denominations and religions don't have a chance to stuff something in there where it don't belong, the Bible's pretty plain. Listen, tongues are world languages and no amount of lifelines can get you out of this truth. Let's keep reading. You see, truth jumps off the pages at you when you leave man out of the picture. Okay, Acts 26. Let's go to Acts 26 as we continue to unfold this truth. Are tongues and languages interchangeable, as I just said? If I cannot prove it, then we'll throw that out. Acts chapter 26 and verse 14. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Now there's God speaking to Paul in the Hebrew tongue, not a private language, but in the Hebrew tongue. Let's go to Romans. This truth ought to be clear for you today. Let's move over as we continue to find this truth. Let's move on and go over here to Romans chapter 14. Romans chapter 14 and verse 11. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Tongues and languages are interchangeable. You can go to some church services and hear the so-called tongues. You can even turn on your television. Tell a vision. That's all you're really getting. Someone telling you a vision. Tell a vision. But we want truth. And everywhere in the Bible, except when talking of the physical tongue, everywhere... Prove this for yourself. Everywhere in Scripture that the word tongues is used, it is speaking of languages. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Here we'll find this again. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. If you have diverse kinds of tongues, that would be plural, many. Then you would need interpretation of those many tongues. That's all Paul's saying here. Still, we have not, we've yet to find what you hear in churches today. So if someone were given divers kinds of tongues, divers basically meaning various, it means that they were given the ability to speak in more than one earthly language. Understand that? Remember back in Acts chapter two, it said the multitude came together and were confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. Please do note that not even one man said that he heard anyone speak in a heavenly language, but rather at Pentecost, every man 
the Bible says, every man heard them speak in his own language. Radio. Today we're searching diligently, trying to find, trying to uncover just where it is in God's Word where anyone ever spoke in anything other than a known earthly language. It might have been unknown to the speaker prior to speaking it, but it was known by someone on earth because it was a earthly language. Today, I submit that the gift was to suddenly be able to speak a language that you had no prior knowledge to. That was the gift. Let's go to the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 7. And uh, here, let's look, look with me, if you're able to, get your Bible, look at verse 9. After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Did you get that? All nations and kindreds and people and tongues. That's languages, earthly languages. Tongues and languages are interchangeable. Unless it's speaking about the physical tongue that's in your mouth, tongues and languages are interchangeable in your Bible. With that in mind, there's no way you can confuse anything. I I don't care what verse it is you want to take me to. You cannot confuse this word of truth if you understand that. As we see, still no trace of the word tongues being used to describe a so-called heavenly language. The verse simply says, all nations and kindreds and people and tongues. This describes various people from various nations speaking various languages. That's all. You remember in Acts chapter 2, there were about 16 different nations being represented. Well, let's turn there. You're listening to Truth Time Radio. This is a Bible study program. Bible study requires an open Bible. If you're driving, when you get home, look this program up in the radio archives, and you can do that at truthtimeradio.com. That's truthtimeradio.com. Don't start the program without an open Bible. I'm not here to talk you into anything. Anything I can talk you into, someone else can just as easily talk you out of. I'm here to get you into God's Word so that you can discover these truths on your own. 
And if you're testing me like you should be, you should test everything you hear, by the way. If you're testing me like you should be, you're starting to see some things. In Acts chapter 2, let's look here. Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 9. Here you can find all the nations that were represented at Pentecost. Okay, look at it. See the see those? See those nations? They're all right there. And in verse 8 we read, And how we hear every man in our own language wherein we were born. They were amazed that they could hear every man in their own language wherein they were born. They were understanding these people that they were not supposed to understand. So it's not about going to a church service where you can't understand what you hear. It's actually about understanding what you hear. It's plain to the ear. It's clear. It's not confusion. Here we see it list all the places that were that were represented that day the, at Pentecost. And now think about it. How hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born. The word tongues here is clearly a language it's an earthly language, not a language from outer space, not a language spoken on another planet. No, a language that is spoken somewhere right here on earth. Listen, God has never authorized what we hear today. This is simply people, and most are well-intentioned, okay, people who are trying to reproduce what happened at Pentecost. But it comes out in peeps and mutters. In making the connection, the argument, if you will, that tongues are nothing more than languages, please follow the study method that God has ordained, not man. Follow the pattern that God laid out for us, the way he laid it out for us to study his word, one that is rarely followed. It's one that tells us to compare spiritual with spiritual, compare scripture with scripture. In doing so, we can track down the truth of the matter. Is tongue some strange utterance that no one in the world has ever heard before? Or is it a world language that you've just never heard before? Or perhaps you've heard it, but you just never learned it. Let's rely on God's word for our answer. As we continue the investigation, Acts chapter 2 and verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, compare that. Look at it, please. Compare that to verse 6. This is clear. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Do you see it? This, this makes things plain. Did you catch it? Or did you miss it? Your denomination is fine with you missing it, but I'm not. I want you to see this for yourself. In my Bible, in, in verse 4, I have underlined, speak with other tongues. And then down a couple of verses here in verse 6, these two that we're comparing here, I have underlined, speak in his own language. Speak with other tongues. Speak in his own language. Speak with other tongues. Speak in his own language. 
these two verses are a great comparison. And when you under, underline those words, it makes it clear. Tongues are languages, understood languages, not languages no one understands. No, someone somewhere understands them because they are languages of the world. These are world languages that are spoken somewhere by someone. Listen, when you put these verses side by side and look at them, you can't miss it. In every instance in your Bible, I reiterate, I know I've said it already, but I'll say it again. In every instance in your Bible, the word tongue is either the physical tongue in your mouth or a world language. Every place, every place in the Bible. And with a little study, you'll also discover that it is either a known world language because the speaker and the hearer both speak it, or it's an unknown world language because the hearer doesn't understand the speaker. This is not rocket surgery. God is not the author of confusion, but rather the author of clarity. God will not leave you and your family in a state of bewilderment. He'll never do that to you. He'll never leave you in a state of bafflement perplexity or or puzzlement speak with other tongues verse 4 speak in his own language verse 6 so what are tongues languages the scriptures tell us this when we simply compare them we do not call this truth time radio just for the fun of it we mean business doesn't mean we always get it right but that's indeed our truest intention we are here to shine a light on bible truth and speaking of not always getting it right that's why we welcome your call that's why we pay for your call it's a toll-free line 1-888-988-9562 let me repeat that 1-888-988 889562 we are open for correction but it must be done with an open king james bible don't come at us with any nonsense we don't have the time we are receiving emails letters are coming in and we simply don't have the time but we could be mistaken if we are show us our error with the scripture we're here to compare scripture with scripture allowing god to teach us through his word we do not rely on pulpit magicians headquarters or man-centered commentaries Okay, that's just about going to do it for us. We're running out of time here today, but um, we've got more truth to uncover in our part two of this Speaking in Tongues series. Today, with all of these references, we have established that the word tongues and earthly languages are actually interchangeable. Understanding that gets rid of the confusion. So we've laid a right foundation, a right foundation to build upon. And on our next study, we'll move on over to the book of Corinthians and find out what Paul meant when he taught the Corinthians about speaking in tongues. For instance, what did he mean in 1 Corinthians 13 when he said, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels... Isn't that a heavenly language? Well, we'll find out on the next Truth Time radio program. And until then, remember, 
You only get two educations, the one you're given and the one you give yourself. Okay. All right. Wasn't that powerful? Wasn't that powerful? Sometimes you you ever felt when you heard a good teaching message. I love teaching. I get so much out of teaching. Because teaching, if the teacher it was is very knowledgeable, he's easy to understand, he's precise, and he teaches with clarity. Your attention span, you're more observing than someone that's hollering and preaching and jumping around. And you might be excited, but you do not remember what he preached about. You just know you felt good. You might know a few verses that he used, but you just know he felt good. So when you go out to church, you feel excited. You feel, wow, that was powerful. You feel emotional. And then it dies out just like you uh, someone, you drunk an espresso or something, or you just you drink uh, energy drinking. It just died down. It died down, and you don't remember the sermon too much. You can't, you can't even remember what he really preached about, but you know he sounded good and how he made that, that certain <laughs> sound or, and the sound. You remember all of that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But when someone is teaching, you teaching just like it just penetrates you. It sticks with you. Now, the, the, the presenter has to be, the presenter has to be very, he has to be very, knowledgeable in the way of getting your attention, grabbing your attention. See, you know, whether he's a slow talker or whether he's a fast speaker, it does not matter. But if they are getting, uh, catching your attention, that's very important. The other important thing is for you to have your Bible and you have your pen and you have your notes or your notebook or whatever you have and write scriptures down. And go and check out those scriptures. That's the only way you're going to learn how to understand the Bible or what their presenter or teacher is uh, talking about. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say too much about that, but you should have got something out of this first segment, which is Pentecostal tongues, earthly languages. Now, with that being said, this this was 30 minutes long. You should have an understanding or go home or wherever you are, if you're already home. You should have a basic understanding. This is just like basic math or basic English. You learn how to do pronouns. You learn how to do verbs and all that stuff and everything, which I have to relearn how to do because I, I never finished school. I have to learn verbs and pronouns again. I'm still trying to learn myself how to remember what they were again because I never stayed in school. I never paid attention. But now it's never too late for me. I'm doing that now at 58 years old. I'm like a kid. I'm learning the third grade languages, fourth, fifth, sixth grade because I I speak a lot on podcasts. I minister to people and I just want my grammar. I work, I'm working on my grammar. I'm working on my you know my speech and everything and I need to learn. I don't need to learn everything. I don't need to know learn everything about adjectives and adjectives and pronouns and nouns and different ver- different verbs and stuff like that. But the little basic ones is all I need that helps me so I can help my listeners, but I'm not talking about me now. But my point is, 
what he was teaching about earthly languages. You should have some type of basic understanding of what was tongues used for. And when the Bible is speaking about tongues, it's only talking about two ways of speak, two types of tongues. The tongue is your physical tongue or language. Remember that. When the Bible talks specifically about tongues, it's either talking about your physical tongue or languages. There's nothing else. There's no in-between. There's nothing mysterious. There's nothing angelic. It's just languages or your physical tongue. Once you get that down in you, you won't be deceived anymore. You you, You will understand that you have been misled purposely or just, they just didn't know no better or ignorant, out of ignorance themselves. But the thing is, that's why you need to study to show thyself approved, yourself approved, yourself. Okay. Take what these teachers are saying or take what I say and whatever, backtrack it, write it down and let the Holy Spirit teach you yourself. Now I'm talking to the saved people. I'm talking to the ones that's already believers, that's already in the body of Christ. If you're listening to this show, if you're not, you won't get nothing too much out of this. I always put, often put emphasis on this. Please, the first thing for you to do is to be saved. And if you're not saved, the way to be saved is believing what Jesus done on the cross, believing in his death, burial, and resurrection according to 1 Corinthians 15, Three to four, or just reverse one all the way to four. That's the gospel for today. Believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ is all you need to do, but you need to really believe. It's not easy believism. It's just real, genuine love and belief of what Jesus done on the cross. It's not about your sins. He took care of that 2,000 years ago. It's about your belief. You need to reconcile reconcile yourself to God. Now, God already reconciled himself to us. Now, we need to reach out or the lost need to reach out and reconcile themselves back to God by believing what his son done for them. Okay, that's what I want you to do right now. If you're not saved, please, that's very important for the unsaved. But the rest of you that are saved, you are already in the body of Christ. These teachings is mainly for you because your spirit man has been made alive. Now, I'm going to leave you with that. You should have the basics of earthly, what tongues mean. It's an earthly language. It's an earthly language, okay? And if it's not talking about the language and the Bible, it's talking about your physical tongue. I hope you got that correct, or I hope you got some understanding on that. So you should have that if you was paying attention and if you was writing those verses down, backtrack it yourself and do your own research, Okay, I just recommend that you do that for a real Bible student. That's the only way you can do. You have to disciple yourself. You have to because the word of God is there. The word of God is there for us to learn and to study. Okay, all right. So you shouldn't be confused if you didn't come with a preconceived subjective outlook on this message. You should understand and accept it. Only if you didn't come with a subjective made a mind that you're not going to pay attention, you're not going to believe in any way, and you're trying to find holes. I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to find holes when it comes to speaking in tongues or tithing or any of those things unless you just want to. You're going to stop taking scriptures and verses out of context and everything just to justify what your tradition has taught you, period. So if that's you, like I said before, and I, I continue to say this, not being to me, please go to some other podcast that's going to tickle your ears and teach you what you want to hear. 
it won't be here on Connecting the Dots. It won't be on Truth Time Radio or any of the teachers I have, I have on here. Because most of them, is not, they're not going to be shouting, jumping up, and making your ears tickle and everything like that or making you feel good. This is a Bible teaching podcast only for the ones that are seeking to really understand and learn God's word rightly divided the right way, okay? Until next time, this is Joseph Brownlee connecting the dots. Joseph Brownlee connecting the dots. Stay tuned for the second segment that'll be coming up later. Uh, uh, like he said, it'll be emphasis on the, the, the Corinthians and everything. Well, he talks about the tongues of angels, and that's what people really, mostly Pentecostals and Charismatics, get their belief of. We speaking in tongues of languages and earthly languages and angelic languages. That's where the confusion and the conundrum comes from when it comes to angelic speaking. And he's going to debunk that belief and everything like that with verses and Bible scriptures. You don't want to miss this. Trey Cersei, Truth Time Radio. If you want to get in touch with his ministry and you want to ask questions, he has a phone number for questions and comments, which is one 988 That's one 988 One more time. one 988 9889562 for questions or comments. Also, the website is truthtimeradio.com. He has a podcast as well. Truthtimeradio.com. Go there, you will find he does teach, he does uh, a certain section on verses, comparing verses to verses, which is very important for the believer that's trying to understand God's word rightly divided, okay? So, go there, truthtimeradio.com, truthtimeradio.com, phone number 1-888-988-9562, truth time radio but god bless you this is joseph brownlee of connecting the dots stay tuned for the next segment will be on first corinthians and we're going to get into the angelic tongues do we do that today or is that what paul is teaching please be ready and have your king james bible ready preferably king james when it comes to bible teaching i'd rather you have a king james bible okay god bless you all love you all Peace out. Bye-bye.